this is Kenya and welcome to my Magical Cottage Core Life. Today, we're going to talk about planting fall perennials. Now, I know this seems like it's a pretty boring thing to talk about, but it's really not. This is the time of year that you really get a chance to plan out what your upcoming year is going to look like. Because what you put into the ground now, since you didn't put it in already, is going to have to last over winter. And it's also going to have to last until next year. The days are getting shorter. The warmth is beginning to leach out of the soil. And we're beginning to feel that first bit of cold chill run across our shoulders and through our windows at night because we haven't winterized yet. So get ready. It's coming. And it's going to be a really hard winter from what that old farmer's almanac says of 2022 here in the U.S. So get out your big book of stuff and turn to your gardening section because today we're going to talk about planting fall perennials. Let's get started. So I'm here at the home improvement store. I'm not going to tell you which one it is. Let's just say that it's a location that a lot of cars might meet up for your household and the color is orange haha <laughs> but I also like the other one that's the opposite of highs but <laughs> that being said um, I really think that the first one to start off with is the easiest one to really get some use out of for your kitchen and that's parsley that's right this is the first one I think that's important is to plant parsley and I know that there's an old phrase only the wicked grow parsley I first read it in Scott Cunningham's encyclopedia of magical herbs but stay with me here there's reasons for that because parsley was used to end certain symbiotic conditions well not even symbiotic but certain conditions for people who were pregnant and you can draw from that what you will and no you should not be using that now because you don't know what it could do to you never um, embark on anything without consulting a midwife or a doctor regarding your pregnancy or your termination of your pregnancy which I cannot get into why that would be a thing um, that you would take on yourself but because of the way the laws in the United States are rolling, I do believe that some people are beginning to turn toward herbal alternatives. Uh, and I can't really speak to that as far as being something that would be preferred. Not at all. Um, I understand that there are certain cases where there's just no way. There's no way to get to a doctor. But in those cases, my my heartfelt belief is that you should try to contact someone else to get you in touch with a doctor no matter what your decision is and on this podcast we are pro-choice and pro-life figure that one out in other words I'm for both decisions but I'm not for forcing either one
So let's go to your next plant that you could put into your garden and that would be chives. And with chives comes all the lovely flavors you can get for, of course, baked potato, sour cream, and chives. But there's other things you can use chives for, like fish, uh, like little bitty uh, sprinkles on your um, sandwiches. So you don't just have to have chives only for that. You can also make chive vinegar, but chives work amazingly well over the seasons and over the winter. And they'll glow, they'll grow in a clump of dirt. If you just have a clump of dirt and you plant chives, they will just keep growing as long as they get adequate water. I'm not even kidding you. I've seen it. And you can even mix it up by having chives in one part of your garden and garlic chives in the other part of your garden or in a pot, you know, make it happen, Captain. Captain. Okay. I was trying to be funny and cute, but it didn't quite work out. Stop groaning. It's not good for you. Okay, so yeah, definitely. Chives are the way to go. So that's kind of like one plant, but two plants because you can do garlic chives and regular chives. Okay, let's get to the next one. So the next plant you might want to use in your uh, winter-fall combo garden here uh, to overwinter as a perennial would definitely be sage. I'm talking about common garden sage. Uh, Common garden sage works really, really well, especially in cold climates. And I live in Michigan, so it gets pretty cold here. You could use purple sage, but I, I don't always have it come back, depending on how bad the season might be that year. So I can't necessarily say that that's the best choice, but definitely garden sage by itself, the, nor the normal uh, vulgaris, salvia vulgaris, is the one to go with. You can also use other kinds of salvia, but we're talking about garden sage and for cooking here. So definitely do that. Uh, recommendation before winter actually hits make sure you trim it down as safely as possible to the right height and it should serve you and you should be fine uh, for the the winter but what you don't want to do is actually overcut it because you are going into winter so you definitely want to be careful of that Another thing you want to plant would definitely be some sort of a mint. <clears throat> My favorite mint is orange mint because it's tasty. Um, it helps with many of my friends who have uh, depression issues or anxiety issues because, and I don't know why and it's not medically founded, but I know in experience it seems to calm them and make them feel good. And I go by what I know, and what I know is what I see, and what I see and have experience is that this is something I can give to people, and it makes them happy. Plus, orange, uh, orange mint tastes really good, too. So the next plant that you might want to plant in your fall garden would definitely be one that I love and you might have a love for and that's garlic. There's literally almost 
nobody I know that wouldn't enjoy garlic except for one child I knew who was allergic just one and that's from when I worked in the schools and I can't disclose that person's information obviously but other than that person I don't know anyone who wouldn't love garlic and this is the time of year to put it in the ground now if you're fortunate enough to have a discarded piece of lattice work you can lay that on the ground and use it as a spacer for where you plant your garlic bulbs if you're making a full bed it's pretty simple not hard you can break up a few bulbs of garlic true story when we were first getting into serious gardening my husband and I back when we were both not husband and wife we were sitting around with our dungeon master playing D&D second edition tabletop of course and we were laughing because our dungeon master decided that he wanted to order garlic seeds and we just cracked up we said what do you mean garlic seeds he says no I'm ordering garlic seeds okay all right so the garlic seeds come in right he opens the envelope all excited and what is it a head of garlic so don't be that person it was really cute but don't be that person just grab a head of garlic that you like and break it up and plant those pieces this is the time and that way when next year comes around they'll be ready to go If you like time, you know that time takes time. And you probably have noticed it grows very slowly, beyond regular slowly. You would probably also notice that most people plant it during the spring. But you can definitely put it in your garden for overwintering as long as you do it now. Just put it in there and you'll have it next year. It is a perennial. It will root. It will be happy. It will spread next year. And it will give you delight when everything else is kind of soggy in the garden. When you see it coming up and making nice little patches. You can use woolly thyme, thyme, elfin thyme, uh, common thyme, you know, thyme vulgaris, orange thyme, which I happen to have on my porch, lemon thyme. There are so many times, even mother of thyme. It's just, you know, take a little time to choose it. Oh, come on, that was funny. Fine. But definitely look into planning a time, especially in between stepping stones or near the edges of borders for your walkways because it's a nice border gap stop and it, it really does uh, put out a beautiful fragrance when you step on it. It's also really good in food. As you know, this is the time of year, I know I just said a, a whole thing about time, that you can plant your brassicas, your cold weather brassicas. Believe it or not, even though mustard is not something you'd necessarily plant right now, the following brassicas are all from mustard, the plant. So you can plant cauliflower, which is cold hardy, Brussels sprouts, 
cabbage, kohlrabi, and of course my favorite, random greens. Now there's a specific green I like which is colored greens but that's a little bit different. It's not necessarily in the same, necessarily in the same direct lineage. Now in addition to this you can plant turnip greens. You probably won't be harvesting them now but you could harvest them next year. And beets. Definitely put your beets in the ground for early harvesting for next year. You may have, depending where you are, enough time for one more round of uh, small radishes before the garden goes to bed, goes to sleep. And then, if you're really industrious, you can plant some nice uh, cold weather beans. Now when I say cold weather beans, obviously I'm talking about beans you're going to be gathering before the end of the harvest season. Because it's so warm now, they have more time to, to actually mature. There are certain beans that you plant during the end of the year versus the beginning because you can plant them. It won't work for all beans. Look for short seasoned uh, beans and that's what I would definitely recommend now. Also this is when your snow peas should already be in the ground because it's going to be nice and cool. And I'm not going to cover every single plant you can put in in the cold weather time because this will be a really long episode. And as it is, it's been a few days in between segments. For some reason, my TikTok went viral and blew up, but not for my magical cottage girl life, for something else. So I kind of been hiding out trying to get over the, the weirdness of all of that. But yeah, that was kind of cool, kind of strange, but definitely uh, different. So it took me a second to do that and handle some other affairs. I do actually do volunteering for other projects, so I had to take care of those things as well. But I'm back because you are important to me, and I would never, ever not finish an episode in draft because it's important that I finish our conversations because you're important to me. All my friends are important to me, and we're friends, right? So I definitely had to come back. So again, not every everything's going to be here, but I would recommend one other thing you can plant for the garden bed that you're going to let rest during the winter time, and that is either alfalfa or rye, or get yourself a big old bag of either lima beans or black-eyed peas, put them in the ground, and just let them grow over the winter for the little time that it has left. Then when it becomes spring, just till them right into the soil. It'll it'll help feed the earth and you'll be happy. And with all the storms we've had here, if you're in Michigan, maybe grab a few patches of that uh, loose floating seaweed that we have floating around that we're allowed to gather at the beaches. Uh, make sure you're not downriver of a plant though, you know, of a, of a car plant. And that's because you can add it to your garden to enrich it for next year. Of course, I'm talking about putting it in the soil. So, we've come 
to the end of this episode, we've covered quite a few different herbs. Not every herb you could plant, but most of the ones that I'd recommend to plant at this time of year. I don't necessarily urge you to plant whorehound. My whorehound has been kind of weak because of the polar vortexes, so you want to be careful with that. And I've never put it in fall, but I have seen people put whorehound in the ground in fall. I've just never really taken the time to find out how that went for them. So do that at your own risk. If you're going to, please let me know how it turned out, okay? And other than that, I want to thank you for spending this time with me. I love spending time with my friends, and we're friends at this point, I'm going to hope. And I want to actually take a moment to say that if you are able maybe gather up as many of the seeds that may still be in the store as you possibly can because I do foresee a strange seed situation coming up. I'm not saying shortage, just a strange one in the variety. So maybe, maybe prepare. When you see the shadow of uncertainty on the horizon, prepare for yourself in the comfort of your home. And I wish you well, and I wish you health, happiness, and prosperity. And in grace I serve. So, from my home to yours, here's wishing you a peaceful and prosperous fall planting season.